The sugar industry plays a massive role in Maharashtra. As per the state government of Maharashtra, Maharashtra has a 35% share in India's ethanol production. There is also a close nexus between politics and sugar cultivation in the state. How does politics play a role in sugarcane cultivation? How important is the industry for the state of Maharashtra? Hello and welcome to BL Podcast. I am Nobodita Ganguly. Today I am joined by Radhesham Jadav, Deputy Editor, Business Line. Hello, Radhesham. Hi. So my first question to you would be, Maharashtra has 203 sugar mills, which is a lot more as compared to the Uttar Pradesh with around 120 mills as of January 2022. How important is the sugar industry to Maharashtra? And how did it rise to this prominence? So when we say 203 sugar mills in Maharashtra, we mean that 203 sugar mills will start crushing season this year. So there are registered sugar mills in every state and not all sugar mills start crushing season. But in Maharashtra, the number is on higher side. 203 sugar mills will start crushing season. There are three reasons for this. As I said, one, sugarcane cultivation is on rise and there are reasons behind this. Why? Because in the last three, four years, unseasonal rains have devastated farmers, destroyed farmers. So more and more farmers are moving towards sugarcane because it's a safer crop. So even unseasonal rains will not damage the crop and there is assured return. So more number of farmers cultivating sugarcane, that is one reason. Also, there is a fixed FRP. As I said, farmers are assured of the payment and government keeps close watch on these payments, unlike other crops. And third reason is, of course, government is supporting sugar mills. Government is supporting sugarcane farmers. Compared to other farmers, sugarcane farmers are united in Maharashtra. So they can fight for their right and government uh, has to listen to them. So they are united. We can say that Maharashtra has surpassed Uttar Pradesh as the state which produces highest number of amount of sugarcane and also sugar. Maharashtra has also emerged as biggest exporter of sugar this year. So basically, it's a very strong lobby that's making the government look after their rights. Yeah. Compared to other farmers, sugarcane farmers are united. So there are strong organizations like uh, Swabhimani Shikri Sangatna uh, in Western Maharashtra. Hmm. So every year before sugarcane crushing season starts, these farmers organize a huge meeting in Kolhapur in South Maharashtra and they ensure that the demands are fulfilled. Sugarcane farmers are more organized in Maharashtra compared to other farmers. So they have a strong lobby, we can say. Now, all these sugar mills in Maharashtra, except private sugar mills, where some industrialists uh, have invested, cooperative sugar mills are dominated by political parties. So these farmers, sugarcane farmers, are their voters, their vote bank. Okay. So they have a consolidated vote bank in their constituencies. These MLAs who control sugar mill also control their constituencies. So they have to keep these farmers happy, sugarcane farmers happy. So that's why farmers are more interested in sugarcane cultivation. And also there's a reason that they don't have to pay much attention. Once you start cultivating sugarcane, you don't have to spend more money on pesticide, fertilizers, etc., etc. It's a cash crop and it's less expensive 
uh, to cultivate compared to other crops like cotton and soybean okay all right i was just coming to this question about political influence so in your article the link for which will be shared in the description below you mentioned that there is a lot of political influence in the sugar industry it was once dominated by the ncp and the congress and now the bjp is trying to dominate starting to dominate rather so could you tell us more about the changing power dynamics see in maharashtra sugar mills or sugar politics is lifeline of politicians earlier congress party and when sharad pawar launched his own party nationalist congress party these two parties dominated sugar lobby and still they dominate when bjp came to power at center many of the politicians from congress and ncp sugar barons shifted their loyalties to the bjp today bjp has number of leaders who run sugar mills but again these leaders come from congress and ncp there are very few leaders like nitin gadkari uh, who are originally from bjp with rss background and who are into sugar politics politics is embedded in sugar cooperatives private sugar mills the way sugar industry functions in maharashtra now how power dynamics has changed sharad pawar is no more in power in the state and at the center so the entire sugar lobby when i say sugar lobby this includes all party leaders they are looking at nitin gadkari as a leader and even sharad pawar announced recently or rather declared recently that now nitin gadkari is going to look after sugar mills in maharashtra so he will be voice of sugar millers at the center there is a, there is a cooperation between these sugar millers whether they belong to bjp shiv sena congress ncp because as i said a mla or a mp who runs a sugar mill also directly controls the economy of that particular region yes so it's not only sugar mills right hmm yeah so it's sugar mills plus educational institutes plus medical institutes irrigation schemes all these are controlled by the sugar barons so they have to run the sugar mills sugar mills mint money for them and this money flows into state politics all right so basically money factor becomes important the sugar economy is strongest in maharashtra hmm so despite government putting restrictions on export government not accepting the demand to hike msp sugar mills are still running in profit and private sugar mills are also dominating of the sugar mills that operate in maharashtra almost 50 to 60% sugar mills are run by private players and again these private players are politicians and some of them are industrialists who are into this business okay all right so why do you think the government is not agreeing to the demand to raise the msp as you rightly mentioned before yeah. because government has to cater to the larger audience so once there is a hike in sugar prices government will have to suffer politically especially when it comes to essential commodities like onion sugar oil petrol if there is a hike a larger food bank is affected but government will not allow especially during festive seasons if rates go higher then there are political consequences so that's why government is not accepting this demand minimum selling price demand and are the mills planning to do anything about it the fact that the government is not accepting the demand mills are insisting on two three points one as i said minimum selling price government should hike minimum selling price because they say that mills will benefit from this also farmers will benefit from this because mills get money they'll be able to pay frp to farmers that is one reason second sugar millers are also demanding that government 
should have least intervention when it comes to export policies there is a huge sugar market which india can tap right now brazil dominates sugar market but in recent times because of the drought and other reasons uh, brazil sugar is not coming in the market third demand is that a government should support sugar mills in mm-hmm. all possible ways so is there any notable policy change as the government's change because the fact that it, it is a very close nexus yeah yeah home minister amit shah mm-hmm. is minister of cooperatives as well so this mm-hmm. new ministry was established by the union government one of the reasons was that cooperative movement in gujarat and maharashtra especially as i said is dominated by congress congress leaders and there are lot of allegations when it comes to privatization of sugar mills so now central government is keeping close watch on privatization of sugar mills so who are the people who are buying these mills who are the people involved in this entire auction so one major policy change we can see that a major step by the bjp government to keep check on the cooperatives especially sugar cooperatives okay you already mentioned that the sugar industry is an important vote bank yeah so how important of a vote bank is it for entire maharashtra yeah so now sugar mills are spread across the state though western maharashtra the pune division dominates mm. the scene when it comes to sugar mills sugar mills have spread even in drought prone areas so there is perennial drought in some parts of maharashtra but sugar mills have popped up so sugar politics is spread across the state as mm. i said once you establish a sugar mill it's not only a sugar mill mm. so sugar mills also create infrastructure of a kind they create irrigation projects and many of the sugar mills they have engineering institute so all these politicians who invest in sugar mills they are spreading tentacles in all other infrastructures or institutes if we mm. can say so when a politician establishes a sugar mill it's not only a sugar mill there are many other institutes schemes programs which are associated with the sugar mill so the sugar mm. mill is at the center of the political economy of the maharashtra Hmm. especially rural maharashtra so that's why sugar mills become a tool to control vote bank also to control the rural economy so right from sugar mill workers to sugar cane cutters to sugar farmers huge number of people are involved in these operations all right you also mentioned about privatization of sugar mills so now do we see more privatization of sugar mills with politicians taking mills one after another yeah unfortunately in maharashtra in last few years are mired into various controversies allegations and these sugar mills are supported by the state government the maharashtra cooperative bank the apex bank provides loans to sugar mills and once sugar mill is not making profit sugar mills go in loss they are not able to repay the loan now what bank is going to do is of course it is going to go for auctions hmm. surprisingly a cooperative sugar mill which is not making profit when it is converted into a private venture immediately it becomes profitable hmm. again people who buy these mills as i said are politicians are closely associated to the political parties or politicians now this is a trend which is going on in maharashtra so lot of court cases have been filed court cases are still going on and there are a lot of allegations that these sugar mills were sold at lower price 
NCP President Sharad Pawar recently said that Nitin Gadkari is the voice of sugarcane growers at the center. Yeah. So what role is he playing? Like for one, he is pushing for ethanol blends. One is ethanol and second is, see, every time for policies, especially for export policies and FRB and also MSP, it is the central government which takes a call. Hmm. Now Sharad Pawar is not in power. Hmm. So sugar industry needs a voice. And Nitin Gadkari is a stalwart. He's one of the major leaders with RSS background. So that's mm-hmm. why the sugar lobby is looking at Nitin Gadkari as their leader, as their voice in New Delhi, especially. Could you explain a bit more about it? Yeah. So when it comes to policy making, state governments have very little or rather no role to play when it comes to major policies. When Sharad Pawar was agriculture minister, mm-hmm. he was raising the voice for sugar mills. Hmm. Now, BJP leaders in Maharashtra, uh, they are not much into sugar politics, as I said. Hmm. Nitin Gadkari is one of the leaders who runs a couple of sugar mills in Vidarbha region. He hmm. has close contact with Sharad Pawar and this, this is the connection which Sharad Pawar and sugar lobby is using to seek protection from the center. When I say seek protection from the center, it essentially means that the cooperative ministry under Mr. Amit Shah keeping a close watch on cooperative movement in Maharashtra, cooperative sugar mills in Maharashtra. They need a leader who can fight for them. Okay. So across party lines, leaders are rallying behind Nitin Gadkari. All right. So is there any particular reason as to why BJP leaders are not that involved in the sugarcane scenario? See, BJP's politics was always limited to urban areas before hmm. 2014. Hmm. It was... Congress and NCP, which dominated rural politics. So whether it's sugar mills, credit cooperative societies, irrigation schemes, cooperative banks, all these sectors were dominated by the Congress and NCP. After 2014, BJP leaders started taking keen interest in sugar politics. So as I said, leaders like Nitin Gadkari or Pankaja Munde, they are running their sugar mills. Also, there are many leaders from Congress NCP who shifted their loyalties to the BJP sugar barrels to protect the institutes or for whatever reason. They are with BJP. Yeah. So now more and more BJP leaders are coming into uh, this sector. So probably in next few years, 2024, you will have more BJP leaders becoming sugar barons in Maharashtra. The sugarcane farmers are all okay with the BJP seeping entering into the place? Yeah. See, what happens is that sugarcane farmers are concerned with their payment, FRP. As long as they are getting their payment and sugar mills are giving them a higher FRP, it should not affect them. Yeah. So FRP is fair and remunerative price. Hmm. So as long as it is financially rewarding, lucrative, hmm. there's no reason for farmers where they are sending the uh, sugarcane for crushing. So if there is a BJP MLA who is running a sugar mill there, and if he's giving higher price, and if he wants sugarcane, farmers are going to send their sugarcane to sugar factories. My last question would be, how is sugar politics affecting the community as a whole? Like after all, there are places like Bead, which are really underdeveloped, and the people are really poor. Now, sugar mills are coming up across the state. So, there Mm. are drought-prone areas in Maharashtra. Mm. So, after every two, three years, there is drought. Even in these areas, sugar mills are coming up. So, Mm. sugarcane is one crop which needs huge amount of water. It is also affecting growth of 
other crops and it is also affecting the entire socio-economic structure of the region when it comes to drought-prone areas. When sugarmens come up, many politicians go for grants, seek help from the state and central government. And after a few years, they say, okay, now we are not running the sugar mill because it's not profitable. And as I said, again, privatization is one answer politicians have found. Secondly, sugarcane farmers are benefiting because of sugar mills. Hmm. But there are a huge amount or huge number of people who are involved in sugarcane operations, especially sugarcane cutters. Sugar mills and sugarcane farmers, government are not taking their responsibilities. So almost 10 lakh people migrate for sugarcane cutting, but they don't have any social security. They don't have any infrastructure during this six-month season. So it is affecting their lives as well. Mm. And third, third and final point I would highlight is that the number of sugar mills which are coming up in Maharashtra, all sugar mills are not efficient. They are not being efficiently run. There's a huge amount of corruption in cooperative sugar mills. There are many mills which are just started to seek grant and grab the land in the name of sugar mills. Okay. So this is also a cause for concern when we are talking about, about sugar politics in Maharashtra. So is that increasing this corruption? See, that's why government is introducing more and more laws in cooperatives because of Corruption in cooperative sector, especially credit cooperative societies, cooperative banks, cooperative sugar mills, mm. central government is bringing more and more stringent laws. So that is going to have a major impact on cooperatives. For example, the farmer producer companies are coming up. So earlier it used to be cooperative societies, but now farmer producer companies are being promoted by the central government. And these mm. companies are not cooperatives. These are corporate cooperatives. Okay. So there is very little scope for corruption, which was possible in cooperative structure. That's what experts say. Thank you so much for your time, Radhesham. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you you so much for listening to us. If you like our content, please subscribe and share.